ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the live broadcast. My name is Ryan Treasure. We're right here at the 2016 New Living Expo in lovely San Mateo, California. Uh, it's been a great day. Got the doors open. Everybody's walking around. The energy's starting to pick up. Um, some of the people are starting to gather in and all the expo booths are up and operational and everything is going nice and smooth. So we're going to kick this broadcast off today with our first interview of the day, the author of Sweet Healing, A Whole Health Journey, book number one, Mr. Michael Bedard. Michael Bedard, welcome to the show, sir. Good morning, Ryan. Great to be here. The yeah. show is going well. Yeah, you know, it was awesome uh, <laughs> as we were kind of sitting here uh kind of catching up on some old stuff with uh you know gabriel cousins used to do a radio show on the seventh wave channel and uh, for those of you who don't know michael was one of the producers for that and uh him and i worked together uh for quite a few uh months on that show and really yeah. glad to have him here in a different capacity he's got his own books his own stuff coming on and uh really great to see how well you're doing man thanks ryan that, that was a total small world moment when it, I, we crossed paths again here yeah, it sure was, and really excited about having you on, and uh, you know, want to let the uh, listening audience know just a little bit about yourself. So, uh, you know, before we get into the book, why don't you kind of let the listeners know, you know, what you've been doing lately, what your company doing, and uh, uh, maybe uh, some contact information for your website and that, and then we can get into some of the premise of sweet healing. All right, great. Um, you know, as a wellness coach, graduated from Dr. Cousins' programs, and I've worked at the East Bay Healing Collective for three years, where I'm the co-director now. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, really recognize that there is an epidemic on, on the body, mind, and spirit levels. Um, and, uh, you know, there's this great quote I've heard from somewhere that, like, you know, we will help save the world at the last possible moment in the most interesting way imaginable. <laughs> and um, to me, every step in the way of healing is a, is a great adventure for people. So I wanted to not only be a hands-on coach, but also create tools that provide that sense of adventure and story you know, people are calling what I'm doing now, the writing I'm doing now, like the Celestine prophecy of, of today's uh, health solutions that we need because uh, people love like, uh, getting engaged in, in delightful uh, suspense and drama and adventure. So um, I put those skills I've had with filmmaking and wellness research together, um, the deep research too that's actually quite applicable and it would have been right. a great thesis for some um, scientists and counselors and anthropologists to read in academic form right. but when it's written in an engaging way then it comes out like wow you know <laughs> so yeah you know that was kind of one of the things i thought that was interesting with your approach to the book and how you know it's it's uh, it's real life information but being consumed in a fictional manner that takes the uh, the reader more of a on a storyline that they're able to develop in their own uh, in their own head as they move through and then and then it also has kind of uh, some of that feeling of um, you know al almost like a reality book where you're engaging with the book and then you get something at the end and uh, I really like the way that you approach it. what um, what do you think made you decide to take that approach versus like a traditional approach on the book um, actually I, I want to thank um, one of my colleagues that I graduated with Mike Chait who said to me you know you've got so much experience you're you're your researcher, your master's degree, your coaching at the Tree of Life, and your uh, filmmaking background, you could take your research and put it in this novel. He gave me the, the spark of the idea. And as soon as he gave that idea, it went off like, I can totally do that and I want to do that. Uh, so it was, it was um, someone who'd uh, given me a good idea and I just flew with it. Uh, I want to give credit where credit is due for Mike. Right. And um, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, like, like four years ago. So. Uh, about five years of research to finish the thesis and then three and a half years to write and edit the book. And you asked me about my contact info. 
Yeah, so. we, we can get, it out, oh, okay. dead, get okay. that out at the end uh, right. and, yeah. and let people know. We'll leave that fresh in their mind so they can do some connection on social media and those things right after the interview. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, you know, do you have some plans? I, I see this is labeled book one. So yeah. normally if it says book one, then you're going for book yeah. two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into a little bit of the heart of the, of the story so we can yeah, contextualize please. what book one and book two would mean. Uh, so book one starts at a place where I felt it was important to start with the grown-ups, uh, you know, people who've lived the life and actually should they have their, their body, mind, spirit, and ecology in order would have a lot to pass on. Yeah. Uh, and they're the ones who's, who are feeling most directly the impacts of the choices that they've uh, made up till now in life or around 55, 60, 65 years old um, on the brink of retirement, like the baby boom generation. Yeah. Um, faced with type 2 diabetes all of a sudden, and uh, facing, oh, will I even see my grandchildren grow up? Well, will this, is this disease going to consume me? Um, and so their, uh, their family comes to their support, this couple, Hope and Jean. Why are they named Hope and Jean? Because, <laughs> you know, genes are the idea that we're predestined to something. And hope are the idea that, you know, depending on our, the integral authenticity of our choices, we can affect our genetic expression. So Hope and Jean are the characters. Awesome. They have a son named Jim, and then Jim and Dana... Uh, which actually represent exercise and generosity. Jim meaning go to the gym, and Dana, which is like uh, a tr- translation of Dana, which means generosity, which okay. are two important uh, concepts, exercise and generosity and healing as well. Right. So um, they, have, they, they end up having children. And um, after Jim and Dana see the, the amazing transition, at once, once Hope and Jean learn how to heal themselves, they pass it on to Dana and Jim, who then raise their children. And the book ends... Um, just as their children are starting to come of age, uh, okay. where book two is going to pick up from there. Oh, okay. That's interesting how you put that together. I really like how it's kind of a growing. And, and it's still, um, it, it, again, it, the premise and how the thought went behind that with the family and then it moves on with the book two is really cool. You're very creative. Thank you. It's <laughs> very yeah. awesome. Well, I can't yeah. wait to read this book. And then uh, also be something, my wife is an, a more avid reader than I am. She mm-hmm. has, you know, uh, probably like a thousand books on her Kindle. And then, you know, our garage is filled with bo- uh, boxes of paperbacks from over yeah. time. Um, and I think this is one that will stay in the house and uh, something that my wife can get all on board with. And I think the way that it's written, too, would be a, um, something good I could read to my kids, too. You Definitely. Know, to kind of yeah. uh, enlighten them and, and, and move them towards some positive. Uh, one thing that that you talked about um, when you were talking about the storyline was, you know, diabetes. And, uh, you know, I, I started to notice in almost all of the news articles and different things that I read on a daily basis from, um, you know, like CNN has a health section and a lot of the websites uh, with news have all their health section. And that really seems to be like one of the biggest epidemics health-wise for people that are, you know, um, over 50 years old. And, and traditional medicine just doesn't really seem to have the greatest answer as it relates to, you know, helping these people live successful and fruitful lives. Yeah, you said it. I mean, if you consider a successful and fruitful life at that age, where I think you're right, two-thirds of people are really at risk or do have type 2 diabetes. Um, In our our look at it, successful life would mean, you know, you're you're liberated from the need for medications rather than dependent on them. Yep. and it's not to say there's judgment on you if you, if you take medication. It's not at all. But what it means is there's an opportunity that people don't explore. Mm-hmm. As Gabriel Cousins says, um, is if, you, if you drop your keys, you, you don't just look under the brightest light because the answers might be a little bit more out of the way. The keys are never under the brightest light. They're <laughs> always somewhere that you never yeah. expected them to be. <laughs> so all the quote-unquote money is 
pointed toward the pharmaceutical solution. But yeah. there are ancient, natural, and proven modern ways to use plants, uh, plants sourced only diet, and uh, you know certain enzymes and herbs, and lifestyle change, yeah. and sun and vitamins. Uh, Exercise. Yeah, totally. You know, I, yeah. I, I look at that generation, yeah. you know, because my mom's a baby boomer, you know, and so I look mm -hmm. at that and I, you know, I feel... I feel helpless because I want to make sure like when my mom retires, right? She's worked her entire life. She's going to retire next year. Um, luckily, my mom doesn't have diabetes, but I have an uncle who just retired and he does. And I look at his life and it's like, you know, I feel bad because it's like he worked his entire life to retire to then not be able to enjoy it because he's dealing with, you know, medical concerns. And, you know, that's just something I think that needs to be addressed early on so that way our children and us as we go through our life and we get to a point of retirement where we can actually enjoy that and not have to worry about, you know, um, medical components that stop yeah. us from enjoying that, you know, what is you know supposed to be your golden years, right? Yeah. Emotionally, it's a bit tragic to notice that people yeah. work and trudge through or, or even really enjoy their careers, but don't put the attention on on their body, food, and exercise. And, I'm guilty and myself. <laughs> I know I, we all are. I am too. Um, so I just noticed that like a, a story that's engaging and entertaining can actually uh, bring your attention to things that you might think are the side story, but they're actually quite the the main story, as m as much or more than your career. We love our careers, you know, and uh, some fortunate ones of us can make our career also our wellness. Um, <laughs> a, a lot of us really just prioritization and life arrangement. There's this great Harvard study that showed how do you have lasting meaningful change and the meaningful change begins with setting a goal. So first actually saying, look, if I want to uh, live long, well, and you know, die of only at old, old age and <laughs> right. as, as, as healthy as possible, see my children grow up and my grandchildren grow up, that can be your goal. Stage two, and this was like a Harvard study on like total like uh, community transformation. So set a goal for yourselves. Uh, have uh, commitment to that goal like literally the feeling that you would go to certain ends to achieve that goal uh, right. drive for it then the third is um, a space where that change and transformation can happen a physical space primarily uh, that in our case that would be uh, maybe our kitchen our um, when we no our, our, our running shoes or our, <laughs> our yoga mat can be a space um, and also of course the refrigerator and the shop places you choose to shop and the amount of time you know, space and time for things to happen. Mm -hmm. And then finally is arranging life circumstances. Like you might say, oh, I can't do the thing in that space that I have my goal for because of a circumstance. And if that circumstance is time or social avoidance or um, habit like, or uh, some other blocks, you just arrange life circumstances so that your goal can match your circumstances. And when you do that, you've, you've actually created an open tube for the flow of change to happen through. Right, and then it's not blocked anymore by whatever it may be. The social circumstances, you know, uh, your yourself usually right. probably is ninety percent of most of um, of change is just usually you know making that decision for yourself, and then once you're able to make that decision and quantify it in consciousness, then you can yeah. move forward. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I actually learned about that Harvard study after most of the book had come through as a, as a story. So it turns out that it's, they're all um, quite incorporated into the story, though, because uh, we came to the same conclusions. Right. Yeah. And so you guys weren't in cahoots then. You just, it just happened to be one of the things that fell in line with some stuff that you had already been working on. Yeah, it fell in line probably because of the hundreds of people that I've either directly been involved facilitating or I had this really great uh, survey mm -hmm. that uh, 200 people answered. Uh, they all spent about 45 minutes answering the survey on what personality uh, types and qualities that they possess and what their successful and uh, 
fulfilling health outcome level is. And uh, when I found that there was a correlation between certain personality qualities and the uh, health choices, I said, well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write from those qualities. Bring out, in a regular person, a very regularly relatable person, bring out qualities. And those qualities are um, emotional honesty, being able to um, feel and then admit and express depending on what you're feeling, whether it's a super positive or a super difficult emotion, mm-hmm. to actually own it because then you can actually say, oh, I know where I'm at, I know what my next step might want to be. And then the other good quality that worked really worked for what people was um, proactivity and being an agent, having agency in your own life. Really feeling like you make a difference. Whether, whatever it is you're working on that you actually, you as an individual make a difference. You make a difference for the people you want to uh, be around and you make a difference for yourself. So. Right, and so for you, it's making a difference by leveraging, you know, your your authorship, your books, your teachings, the things that you've learned from Gabriel Cousins, and then you know, wrapping that all around something that's self for you, uh, and then leveraging all of the knowledge, all of the pieces, and then you know, basically, your 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 job is helping other people to become better people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, fortunate <laughs> me. Yeah, that that's uh, yeah. that's got to be very fulfilling, though. You know, you don't uh, have to worry yeah. about. You know, like some corporate jobs, you go to work every day and it's just like, oh, what am I doing? Am I, is what I'm doing here really making an impact or is this just a job? Is it a career? You know, and so some being able to, uh, you know, like you said earlier, do the same, the thing that you want for, for you know, your living really makes it, uh, you know, more streamlined for yourself to be able to maneuver through some of the challenges. Yeah. You know, and I realize how important people's career are to them and how essential. So I actually really validated different people's careers in my own book, in Sweet Healing, book one, um, the, the, the identity of Gene as a retiring electrician and the identity of Hope as a retiring uh, wildlife biologist. Yeah. Because I believe from whatever place we, in, we are and whatever career we've chosen, we have, we have expertise to a certain degree in something. Right. And there's always transferable knowledge in the one thing that you're expert at or the few things that you really are yep. good at. So in the case of an electrician like Jim, uh, sorry, like Gene in Sweet Healing, um, he was able to apply, oh, I understand energy, I understand electricity, I understand um, whether the energy is going to short me out and then, or it's going to be long and smooth. And then he could apply that to food and exercise. Right. And Hope understood as a biologist, she understood plants and <laughs> nutrient uptake, but never had applied it to her own health. Yeah. And she got to apply that. So we all know something from our jobs, from our backgrounds, from wherever we are, we can, we can all pull out our own wisdom. Well, you know, it's been a very good interview. I really appreciate your time, Michael. Uh, you know, Great. we'll hang out at the booth after the interview. I want to just swap uh, cell phone numbers with you so we can stay connected uh, and continue, you know, uh, a relationship we used to have. Let's, you know, move forward and engage. And now that I know yeah. that you're here, that's good because uh, Jeff and I come to uh, the Bay Area every so often, a couple, two, three times right. a year. And it'll be yeah. great to reconnect with you every time that we come out. And uh, really thank you for your time. Uh, before we jump off, why don't you go ahead and give uh, the listeners some contact information for yourself and you know where they can find you on social media and then of course where do you sure. buy the book all right well let's shake hands on the air right now thanks Ryan. Yeah, okay. anytime brother. so you um social media contact uh facebook.com slash read sweet healing okay um and on my website which is readsweethealing.com uh you'll be able to buy the book there in several different formats okay and uh, it's been a delight. It's readsweethealing.com. 
All right, you heard it right here, guys. Uh, Sweet Healing, a whole health journey written by Michael Bedar, uh, a good friend of Voice America and the Seventh Wave channel. Uh, we really appreciate his time. Guys, get out there. Go check out the book. Follow Michael on uh, Facebook. Uh, and then, of course, if you're here in the Bay Area, come on down to the uh, 2016 New Living Expo. We still have the entire day. We're going to go till 7 p.m. Uh, here at the at the Expo, and we'll be broadcasting live until 4. So come by. Uh, come talk to Michael. Come see the awesome things that he's doing. Uh, and then, of course, you can go find all the information uh, about the book online. Do a quick search for Sweet Healing Whole, uh, A Whole Health Journey, written by Michael Bedar. I'm Ryan Treasure. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back from the expo in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. 